Hey there, friends. It's me, Renee Johnson, here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. And this week, two dope guests. First up, we have the amazing Cameron Moore of Flaunt Body, getting you looking good, feeling great, and also Taisha Lanson of Everse Wines. Pew, 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 pew. me bought an event yeah i'm here with her on the show Woo-hoo! it's another wednesday guys man so what happened on wednesdays a new episode comes out hey, we dropped some new stuff for that mm. okay <laughs> well today's episode we have two dope guests <coughs> oh man i've already called who are they what's their name here so our first guest is cameron from flaunt body mm. uh basically what flaunt body is she's gonna go more details but uh she sent me some of the products to try and they're awesome so basically you shave whether it's your leg your arm your back your neck whatever and afterwards you place this silicone item with some like natural ingredients that help with any swelling help with any ingrown hairs redness it's super super fetch is this something that a dude yes it is anyone can use if you shave you can use it use it use it use it use it don't lose it i need a a product demonstration yeah well we'll do one later (laughs) (laughs) and then also we talked to Taishimia, Taishimia, excuse me, of as Revere Wines. I have a little problem with that word because it's the word reverse, reverse. Mm. And their wine is awesome. I'd be playing Uno, reverse. Right, reverse, reverse, reverse. But it's as, as Revere. As Revere. Yes. And they actually, this wine is like a white wine Chardonnay and Chenin Blanc blend. It's sparkling. It's a beautiful bottle. It's delicious. Um, you can get it from Happy Cork, which is a black-owned wine store in New York. So it's really, really good. They ship all over. I was about to ask that. Do they ship? Yeah, you know, we can't be riding around too tough. Yeah, you can't be riding around during COVID. <laughs> you gotta have no. your stuff shipped to you. Right. But here's the other thing: we talked to her, um, and she tells us about her and her coworkers, uh, her coworkers, her, her co-founders. They have an awesome opportunity where they were on the Discovery Channel's TV show "I Quit." So it debuts today. Time out. Hold up. Time out. What does that show mean? I quit. Like they quit their job on TV. Yeah. So people are like, it's a TV show where people have quit um, to do their passion and love. And how did they go about doing it? How did this happen? What is the company that they're creating? You know, their life struggles that go along with it. So they talk to them about their personal life. They get their uh, partners, their kids, their their cousins, whatever, uh, involved in it. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check it out. I wish I could quit my job on camera. Well, 
it's less of like I quit this like that guy that brought in the singing quartet right yeah. it's less of that and more about empowerment I mean, more of the that, positive side shit that's positive too hell you quit your job like that and then you're able to step into something like that hell yeah I wanna quit my job like that we're gonna move on <laughs> <laughs> so Ben yes you have been hearing everything about Kamala Harris and I heard a lot of stuff. I heard she wasn't black enough. I I know we touched upon it last week, but like it is definitely my due diligence because uh, if anyone knows, I was a supporter for Kamala Press, uh, Harris for president. Um, and we actually went to a bar for a debate watch party, and we met a gentleman. Do you remember that? Very much so. And this guy. Oh, he was so horrible. He was like from what what TV show I want to say? Anyway, Despicable Me. He was like that. Like he was just like, come on, put black people in jail. And I'm like, as a black man who's probably not committed crime, sir. Um, she was doing her job. It wasn't like she was out here riding down, you know, the I-10, <clears throat> scooping people up. You look like you <laughs> did something. Come with me. No, that's the police now. Right less about Kamala then and you know a lot of things that people I mean the thing that people really don't focus on is California is a pretty big state yeah so you know by capita yeah you're gonna lock up more black people because there's more black people there so you know I mean that's a statistic I think is overlooked and I mean also too you know um, why is it that we always discredit us try to do something yeah and like plies you know i I have my feelings about plies sometimes i love his music not really sure about his you know civic engagement but i'm happy he's civically engaged right he's doing this thing well he did that (laughs) post yesterday and it made my heart happy because he was like why do black women have to be perfect and i was like you better come on plies so if you don't know who Plies is, he's a rapper from New Orleans? No, he's from, uh, uh... Houston? Nah, Florida, um... Oh, like Florida, Jacksonville, uh, Tampa, Orlando, Disney Fort, World. Fort Myers. Oh, okay. So Jacksonville. <laughs> yes. So he's a rapper from there, and he had this song. If you wanna know. No, that was your with T-Pain he had the recent one uh, ran off on the plug Um, ran off on the plug twice I know y'all heard that one Um, if you don't know who Plies is check him out name is P-L-I-E-S Plies Instagram just for background who he he is about Kamala Harris he was talking about on his live like how black women have to be perceived as perfect and right. it was just such a great moment to see someone really coming out like dang she's not black enough like she went to Howard she's an AKA Damn. right like and for, for the people who don't know Howard is a historically black uh, college institution um, university and it's located here in Washington DC it has graduated some of the best of the best of black doctors lawyers uh, teachers, you name it. Um, and uh, Felicia Rashad, <laughs> uh, Debbie Allen. Um, I mean, she never won a booty shaking contest, so that's why I think she's not validated in the black space. 
well, I, I, I don't think that, but I think like to Pelize's point, okay, and then AKA is the very first historically black yeah. um, woman sorority that was created in 1908 uh, at Howard University. Uh, and so it's crazy, like that's not black enough, right? Um, and then now as a woman, they're like, well, she's not really an American. She's so, t- an t- immigrant. Can we, can we describe what is black enough? Or at least, at least can you, do you have an example? No, because then enough? it will be too black. And that was Plyza's point. <laughs> it would be too black. Right. And that's, and, and I know we're in a really awkward time in the world and I'm not trying to get too deep into all of that. But what I am saying today is that Kamala Harris, regardless, is a great person and great option for us to be vice president. Yes. She is amazing. And she is South um, Asian and and also black and also educated and also formerly a prosecutor. She's also currently the second black woman elected to the United States Senate which is super crazy. She's only the second. There's a hundred of them. Like sitting at one time. (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know what to say to that. Well, I think this message is to anyone who wants to be a carrier of the Kamala Harris message. Just vote. She also drinks wine. She's one of the only people on the ticket right now that drinks. So she's actually been to a few uh, bars here in D.C. I've seen her, you know, at a few vineyards in California. Uh, I mean, like she represents (laughs) Napa, Silicon, like a lot of great places in California. And I mean, she's just really about the people. So, yes, Kamala for the people. And yes, she's not perfect, right? So my question is, how is Pence better than her? Oh, I mean, he gotta go ask his mama, which is his wife, and like, listen, if that's what you like to do, hey, that is, oh, you didn't know? Like, okay, so there was a a situation where he went to uh, what's the hospital here that they closed down, Reed? Walter Reed. Walter Reed. Okay, so he went to Walter Reed Hospital and was like asked to put on a mask when COVID was starting to get going out here. And he was like, my mama said, I don't have to wear a mask. And everybody was like, records crash. And I felt like it was one of those black movies where somebody was like, "You, if you're wondering how I got here, let me tell you the story. Like, <laughs> So then he's like, yeah, his mother is his mom. He calls his mother his wife mother um i was like okay indiana um <laughs> i mean is it because like that's the mother of his kids but i mean that's still kind of weird like i, I don't I, I, but if you think back to like i won't call it what was it how the little house on the prairie mm-hmm. they won't be like mother maybe it's like that little house of the prairie days yeah. you better go to mother come on mother Right. That's how they used to say it. Very like, mother. Right. But I mean, you know, I I don't think people judge Pence the same way they judge Kamala Harris. I don't think they judge Trump the same way they judge Obama. And I know I'm speaking just obvious things. 
But like, look at his. He's, he's just keep spotlight. This like, dude ran his tw- a presidency on Twitter, like. And he won with it. He had a Drake and Meek Mill style battle with people on Twitter. He does it all the time. It's like he's probably tweeting at somebody right now, very angrily on the toilet. Yeah, and he's still. And this is presidential. There's a large population of people. It's like, this is an example of what a presidential candidate and a president should look like. Y'all that better go on. my mind. Y'all better go on before Canada be like, we tried to be your friend. We may not have a militia, but child, we are, you, we're building a border. We're right. building a wall. And people forget, uh, Canada is not the fondest of us. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Like to all my Canada listeners, y'all know, and we have some amazing Canadians coming on soon. And we talk about this issue in some of the episodes and their interviews about like the Canadian American relations are not the greatest. Yeah, so we better watch out. Man, I don't want to be for Canada. Nobody want to be for Canada. Like, I, I mean, even though that people say, "Oh, Canada's soft" or whatever. Like, I don't know. I think they, they're, they're, they're silent but deadly. You know, I, I don't think we need to approach them. Yeah, exactly, because they may not have a militia, but, honey, they have money. Right. They have resources. And they are still part of NAFTA, so they still ride with Mexico. I just feel like you go, like, if we try to go into Canada, we just get caught in a whole bunch of, like, booby traps. They just seem like the country that would just set up a whole bunch of just, like, home alone type booby traps. <laughs> They just be tearing people up, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like in Windsor, right? Like Windsor, Canada, because that was like right across the river from Detroit. You I'm from caught, Chicago. You got caught a booby trap? No, but like one thing was people leave their front doors open, like all night, all day. Like there's no like crime in that sense. I could never sleep like that. I really feel like Canadians would have booby traps, like. Right. Oh, you see this door because you're American. You don't think it's okay for you to walk in. Right, right. Shazam! Right. You know, they just seem like a very defensive people. You know what I mean? Like, hey, no, I ain't gonna mess with you, baby. Cross this line. I got this karate chop. I learned in third grade to take you out. Yeah, you will step on this damn net or something. Right. It, it will be like a home They're gonna be like, ah, and then just start taking us out. Oh lord. So shout out to all my Canadian booby trap setters. We appreciate y'all out there. Yes, yes. This conversation with way left. Hey, I love the maple leaf. Hey, hey, but if you are a Canadian booby trap setter, please DM us. We would love to talk to you. Shut up. You damn right. If we get a, a Canadian and it's a real Canadian booby trap setter, we would love to interview you on the show right here on the Rosé Hour podcast. Uh, over some rosé. Over some rosé. And we will talk about why you like setting booby traps for Canada. And who you trying to catch. Okay, so <laughs> that happened. Uh, we gonna move on again. <laughs> you can tell we got a morning business happening. <laughs> so, without further ado, I'm excited about our first guest. Let's just jump into that interview. Hey there, friends. It's me, Renee J. Johnson. And today you're in for a super duper treat. 
She has her own company. She got her own job. She got her own house. She got all of those things. She's doing amazing things to make you feel and look good. She was actually introduced to me by another amazing guest who has done some great things too. So two, two great people together makes an amazing person for us to interview today, right? So without further ado, from Flaunt Body, the amazing, the award-winning, beautiful, smart, entrepreneur Cameron <laughs> thank you <laughs> that is the best introduction I've ever had no worries. Down. I, I'm like your hype girl yeah I love it like, you know how I was like wait is it me or somebody else we're bringing on no girl it's you queen <laughs> I am here for all of you because, one, you are focused on flaunting that body, honey. And I'm trying to flaunt it in 2021. Yes. Really, ain't nothing getting flaunted but a trip to the refrigerator again right now. Exactly. (laughs) Flaunting with nowhere to go. But, you know, it's cool. I mean, it is, but it's also like, I mean, I want to dress up, but I don't want to dress up to go to the living room. Like, Correct. Or those days where you just let everything, for me personally, go too far. And I'm like, oh, I just need a day to like maintain everything, like just a redo. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I have not shaved my legs since probably April. That's probably something I should have said out loud. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm like, no. Okay, yes, bartender Ben is probably like, yeah, you probably should do something. But I'm like, uh, I'm not getting cool. <laughs> well, Cameron, thanks so much for joining us today. We really, really are just excited to talk with you. Thank you. I'm excited to talk chat with you and, you know, um, tell you more about Flaunt and share that. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. So how did you start your own company? And like, can you tell us more about it? You know, yes. about, your, about your journey and like, why did you go into this industry? So I started out in finance and management, decided I hated that, Um, went back to school and got my master's in interior design. So I was working on like my first, with my first big firm on commercial projects and I was going to a coworker's going away party. Um, and so I was meeting some of her friends. We were at like a happy hour event and I'm meeting some of her friends. And the previous day I had a horrible shaving experience before a date actually. So it was, it was bad. And so in a pinch, I reached for like a face mask that I had on hand and I put it on the area to kind of like soothe the irritation redness. And it wasn't made for that. So it didn't help as much, but um, so somehow, you know, I'm at this going away party and I'm talking about it to this new friend I just made, because that's what I always do, talk about my shaving endeavors. <laughs> I'm glad we bonded over that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we're talking about it and like describing how as young professionals, we're so busy, you know, with schedules and activities and, you know, fitness and trying to fit everything in that, you know, wax salon appointments always get pushed, you know, or moved or rearranged and never quite can keep at the appointment. So I, we were just talking about how we manage at home hair removal. And, you know, it just kind of came up. Everyone at the table started, you know, jumped into our conversation at that point. So 
it was interesting because it was a diverse group of women with different backgrounds, different ages, different ethnicities, and they all shared the same concerns with shaving. Mm. And so from there, it was kind of like a light bulb. Because one of the questions I got was like, so what do you do with like the holes for the eyes and the nose? Like, oh, wow. <laughs> like I just kind of scrunched it off. <laughs> so to make something, you know, that's universally shaped and works for various body parts is it's, it's kind of where that started. So then the next day I made a prototype in my kitchen um, using rice paper and ingredients I had on hand because I have problematic skin. So mm. I like to know what's going in like my body wash and lotion. So I'll kind of concoct my own um, just so I don't get irritated and, you know, break out. Mm-hmm. And so I used what I had on hand, which I, you know, from experience, know the ingredients that work with ingrown hairs and razor bumps irritation. And so, yeah, it really started from that prototype. And it took me three years to launch from that, wow. that point. But that's not uh, easy. Yeah. No, it wasn't easy because I knew at the time um, paper masks were all the rage, mm-hmm. especially for the face. There wasn't really much for body masking at that point. This is 2016. And so I searched for, I realized early on it was nothing. I couldn't make a paper mask or a biocellulose mask in my home, you know, or in a facility by myself. (laughs) Um, I needed a world-class facility to make this. So I went on the hunt for a manufacturer and that took a year to find a manufacturing partner. Um, Just because around that time, again, face masks were popular no one was really interested in doing a custom body mask unless, or they were like charging a high minimum order quantity. But I was like, hey guys, I'm just testing this in the market. Right, <laughs> right. See, like, I don't need 50,000 yet. Right, <laughs> um, can so, I get 100? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we lower that a right. lot? I need that minimum dropped a little bit. <laughs> exactly. So, um, uh, yeah, about a year, year and a half later, I found a manufacturing partner overseas and it was great working with them. They were like everything I was looking for being in, you know, all inclusive facility that could do the packaging, the um, chemistry of the formulation um, and the biocellulose material. And so we went through seven iterations for to get to achieve the results and efficacy, sorry, that I received when I did my prototype. And so, yeah, it, that took another year and a half. So it was, it's been a long journey. We launched officially September of 2019. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's a long journey and it's a long road, but entrepreneurship is like that. I think so many people think like, I have an idea. I should make millions yeah. tomorrow. And it's like, mm-hmm. no. Yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Can't make a million tomorrow. But like it shows your dedication and like the need. And I will tell you, I used one of the the masks the other day and I was like, yeah. So happy you got to try it. Yes. I was like, "Mm -hmm." it's it's me not shaving since April. Uh yeah. That that was definitely something I needed and I didn't even know. Um, and it made my skin so smooth. Like I was like, okay, awesome. I may have to put this into the whole routine and actually get a routine again. Oh. <laughs> well, the beauty about this one is like, 
we try to take away from the routine because of course there are so many, you know, products out there for targeted for ingrown hair or ingrown hairs, razor bumps, irritation after shaving or waxing. Our key differentiator is the biocellulose mask. So it studies have been shown that with biocellulose, it's great for micro tears and small nicks and cuts, whereas silicone grade medical silicone grade is better for you know larger cuts and scrapes um but it starts that wound healing process so you're not getting an infection if you accidentally nick or or cut yourself um with a razor as well as in anti-inflammatory um ingredients are in the serum um as long as with calming and exfoliation um so yeah it, it really does kind of take away from your routine because you you don't have to do it every day consecutively after shaving you use it once after each hair removal method and then you're one and done like get on that's what i really wanted like that was for me i was like no this has to be if i i hate routines (laughs) i'm with you like i don't want to like have to like do this daily to see results like i know some things you do but this i was like i i don't want to have to think about this three four days after shaving like i just want something immediately and then done so how does so how does it work? So like you can can you nair, can you wax, can you shave and then use the product? Like it's for any type of um, hair removal and then like that, that's when you do it after or like how does that mm-hmm. work? Yes. So you can use it after immediately after shaving and nair and epilation epilator using an epilator as well. Um, it does have glycolic acid, so with waxing we recommend waiting one to two days. Um, um, yeah, that would so yes. hurt. <laughs> yeah, that would hurt. Yes, you would burn. Um, and we are working on, you know, that is planned in the future for a product that is immediately after waxing without the glycolic acid. Wow. And so where did you get the name Flaunt Body? Oh, I, okay. So <laughs> mm. I went through five different names over that three-year period. Yeah. I love it. Try the trials in the market. Yeah. Yes. And you, normally I'm a little more like modern, but I can I can like lend a more traditional style. Like so at first it started off as like I think a little too traditional. Um but I kind of knew in the back of my head I did not want like the millennial pink. I wanted it to be gender neutral looking and minimalistic. Yes. So that was kind of at the forefront. And the names just weren't lending to that, you know, that they weren't complementing that aesthetic. So I came upon Flaunt Body um because I really wanted it to be like a celebration like for me when i'm using the product i suffered in silence for so many years of skin concerns that i thought were like you know like in your when you're on in your own head and you're not sharing and getting that you know interaction with other people like girl this is nothing like you know Mm -hmm. or Or like (laughs) i'm the only one that has this problem yes and it feels so taboo when you don't see it in magazines or talked about as openly so um, it's kind of like that celebration moment when you're like liberating yourself from like these chains of the, these ideas that like, oh, this is weighing me down. I can't wear this because of this. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so it was just kind of a celebration of like, I'm over this. 
I'm either going to accept it or I can do something about it. You know what I mean? So that's where Flaunt. Yes. That's where Flaunt Body came from, the name. And um, that's kind of set the our foundation for um, future product launches and our marketing and our ethos. And, you know, we wanted to feel that connection with people of like, these are certain like taboo, you know, I've, put in ear quotes, but taboo skincare concerns that not a lot of people talk about, but people have. And, and you know, we want to get the conversation out there that this is normal. Um, and here's a product that works if you do want to address it. If you don't shave, hey, even better. Like, there, right. there, barely there. Like, we love it all. Like, so that's where I came from. So how can people purchase this product and also, like, connect with you? Yes. So we're online. We sell it on our e-commerce site at flauntbody.com. And we're also available on Amazon in Canada. And then in the UK, we are available through botebazaar.co.uk. As you internationally known to rock a microphone. I love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and what about social media? So social media, we're on Instagram at flaunt underscore body and on Facebook at flaunt body. So I'm going to ask this question because I know people are wondering this, especially like a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, I'm really into small business. Like that's my day job is advocating Mm -hmm. for small business owners. Um, How did you decide to go international and how did you like make it happen? Yes. So... I know it's a for small businesses that is a big jump right away, mm-hmm. and especially with shipping costs. If you you know not being able to scale shipping costs and meeting production, um, so I went to a beauty convention in London in October of last year, Ooh. and it was very soon. Okay, it was two purposes trip. Yes. <laughs> I love a two <laughs> I I heard of this convention and I was like, this would be great, like to introduce Swamp Body to, you know, the UK. And then it was like, I haven't been to London. I had just quit my job to work full time for myself on flaunt and interior architecture and rendering. So I was like, hey, this will be great. Like, just go spend two weeks in London. Like, right. So that happened. <laughs> um, I fell in love with it. And so from there, I just met so many retail buyers and consumers and media at this event. It was the Indie Beauty Expo. And it was just great because as much as like in my in my personal opinion, I think the UK is like, you know, I look to them for inspiration for style and design and mm-hmm. cutting edge yeah. um, technology. Fashion, fashion, yeah. Fashion, yes. So it was astonishing to hear that they are kind of behind the US in terms of access to beauty brands. Um, in terms of things like niche skincare, like ingrown hair mask and, you know, um, body skincare and personal grooming uh, for ladies. So interesting. Yeah. So I really saw an opportunity to grow the brand there and felt like we would have, you know, a good a good opportunity to grow there um, relatively soon. So that kind of prompted looking for ways to localize shipping. Um, It just didn't make sense to ship from America to the UK as a small brand. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been looking into that and that's what 
I've kind of worked out so that, you know, um, we're reducing costs, we're reducing carbon footprint um, as well. And then looking as well for retail partners there too. Yes, come on and grow. (laughs) I'm going to ask this and I'm not sure if I should or not, but I'm going to ask anyway. So where are you currently located and where are you trying to be located? So I feel like a nomad right now, which I'm okay with. Yes, she's a traveler. Yes. Yes. So I'm from, I was born and raised in Chicago. And yes. Um, And so I moved to Houston, Texas when I finished my master's degree. And so I was there for three years. And that's where Flaw and Body launched and, and really started and flourished. And then I, I was headed to London to um, live there for a year. And so it was kind of working through that. And then you, we have to stay at home orders and quarantine. So plans got, a, you know, a little rearranged. And so now I am in New Mexico and hopefully I'll make it to London um, in this year hopefully so fingers crossed fingers crossed so yes (laughs) to any listeners that know trump tell him to get his act together so she can uh go to europe and they can you know kind of lift this travel ban so she can have a wonderful flight and make it so she can continue on her journey of entrepreneurship thank you yes just throwing that out there if anybody knows trump like tell him to just sit down somewhere uh, so Europe can open their borders back. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Cameron, you are so amazing. And I really just am so thankful and blessed to have met you and know you. Um, and your business like model and idea is so innovative and definitely what a lot of people need. So uh, we are going to do our best to get the message out there. We're, we're sort of like your Moses. Uh, and we're going to take our tablets and let people know that... Yeah, I've had tablets. <laughs> let them know these commandments of skincare regimens. Thank you. Yes, we are going to push them like pancakes. <laughs> but before we go, we have one last question for you. We ask everybody. It's our final Jeopardy, if you will, moment of the day. Um... What's your favorite rosé? I guess I should propose that as like an answer and not a question because it's Final Jeopardy, but like it's not Final Jeopardy. So anywho, what's your favorite rosé? Okay, so ooh, I might get a lot of apps with this. Um, oh, man. I'm like I'm on the little... edge of my seat, on my seat right now. I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> this has got to be good. So, I had the opportunity to try the new rosé from, um, it's called Maison Number 9. Ooh. It's, I don't even want to say now, the rapper who is endorsing it and, and kind of, you know, is part of this trio. I know. But, okay, so I had it at, like, it it was a very safe um, social distancing, like, cookout. And it was, like, paired with like grilled seafood and it was not too sweet it was crispy like it was light for a hot day it was just amazing and okay, maybe it was gotta, the experience you gotta say who because I, I if i say it i'm gonna say it and i'll be like so when you coming on the show help me get him on the show so go ahead and okay. say who <laughs> it's from post malone what? yes <laughs> Paul 
Post Malone is He here. needs to do the show. I have okay, I'm your Moses now and that he needs to do this show. Yes. Like <laughs> take your iPad tablet. Yes. Put your commandments to Post Malone. Like you gotta go to Rose Hour. Yes. It makes sense. You have Rose. Go talk to her. Exactly. Yeah, yes. Okay. Um, I do have questions about that. So how did it how did it taste to you? I have not tried it because it's not out in DC yet. Okay. So it it's not too sweet. Not he found a really good balance. They found a really good balance. Um I hate overtly sweet ones, uh-huh. especially on a hot day. Like that just it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And yeah, so it makes you feel lethargic. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And this one was very light and just refreshing. Um so that's what I really enjoyed about it. And it paired well with the food that we had. It was just Amazing. And it's so hard to find, though. Like, I I haven't had it again. I want it. Yeah. And, like, I even looked on their website and, like, they only ship to certain states. And DC is not a state. So, mm, yeah. (laughs) I got that to worry about. That's a whole nother podcast. But, but, um, yeah, I've heard about it. I think it's, it's, it's interesting. Post Malone. I know. I know. I'm literally, I've coughed so much because I'm one of those people that I laugh so hard I cough. So, yes. Yeah. And like tears usually stream down my face. And then everybody's like, are you crying? I'm like, no, I'm hysterically laughing. Like, sorry. So, okay. Uh, Post Malone, if you're out there, one, get you some flaunt body because I know you shave. We know you yes. shave. Yeah, the neck, all you. We got you. Yes. We know you shave. Uh, so go ahead, get you some flaunt body. And then come on, stop by the Rosie Hour and uh, pull it up with us. And Absolutely. So from, <laughs> we're going to make this happen, camera, and you're going to be on the on the show when that happens. Okay, <laughs> yes. Well, thank you again so much for joining us today. Uh, one more time, how can people find you and also purchase your product? Yes. So we're available on flauntbody.com um, in, Can- on, in Canada, on Amazon, um, and then as well, the UK, bouquetbazaar.co.uk. Yes. Cameron, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you. And I can't wait to do another little uh, after after shave treatment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you so much. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Wow, such a great interview, Cameron. And I'm so excited to hear about your travels. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Taisha of Evers Wine. So exciting! Pew, 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 pew! Hey there, friends. It's me, Renee Johnson, here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. Guys. Hide your kids, hide your wives, because today I found my new best friend. She's in New York. She is part of a great team of other women that she knows that created their own wine brand. 
They're super awesome, super smart, intelligent, entrepreneur, and everything that Beyonce he said in the independent song. I give you Taishima Lansing. Yay! <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, and it is a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's very much, I'm very, very excited. Oh my so God. All things wine, all things rose. Yes, all things bubbly and not because I like a brute too. <laughs> yes. Yes, because we are a brute. We didn't get too much in the rose family, not yet, um, but we are, yes. So, you know, there's a lot of big things coming down the pipeline but as of right now we are just a sparkling wine Ooh. and we actually started out as a pinot grigio moscato blend that is so in back order but it is coming back yes. that was our premier blend Ooh. but right now we are a um we focus on blended wines okay and i didn't say the name because i was like i'm gonna mess it up but the name of our company is as revere wine yes and they are so amazing uh and you guys are based out of new york yes so how did you get into the wine industry like what like like what was your you know path that led you here today so Esrevere is owned by myself, my two best friends, Jasmine and Ashanti. Aww. And it really started out as, as a joke. That's usually <laughs> so the we best were, things. It, it really was a joke that went so far in a good way. So one night we were doing what we usually do. After work, we got together at Jasmine's kitchen table. And that was kind of like our meeting place. That's where you, you know, as a, as a woman, you let out your day's worries. Mm-hmm. You talk about the men. You talk about the women. You talk about life. Yes. And we kind of were just sitting there joking around and we kind of ran out of alcohol. Oh, that's <laughs> never so, a good thing. It's never, but then you just start mixing things. Mm. So we started mixing things and we mixed some things together and it tasted really, really good. And we were like, and our, our, uh, my friend Ashanti was like, what if we created our own? And we were like, what? You know? Yeah. So we played around with the idea and then we were like, we just want to go back. We want to go back to the weekend. You don't have to work on a weekend. You don't have to think about, you know, regular life. The weekend, you're free. I just want to go back. So it was yeah. like, I just want to reverse it because it was a weekday. And Ashanti took a class in college and the class said that if you wanted to name something, you say it backwards. So we were just playing with a bunch of words and she said, as Revere. And we was like, wait, what? Jasmine and myself. And she was like, it's the word reverse backwards. You know, you, you want to go in reverse. So we kind of like didn't say much, joked around with it for the evening. But then the next day, Ashanti did some research and she called some people and we started researching and looking into things. And that's how Esther came to life. And it took us about seven to eight years for it to get from concept to shelf. Wow. But we're here. Wait, I'm I'm just stuck on. So Ashanti, okay, Ashanti, I hope you have a branding uh, component uh, that goes along with your career as well. Because like I would have never thought, like even looking at the word, I was like, maybe it's French, you know? Like I don't <laughs> think people think it's reverse in reverse. Ashanti has she has a way with words. I will, you know, the best part about having your best friends to own a business with you that you know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yes. And one of her strengths is Ashanti is an amazing person with words. 
she, she she is. She has a very bubbly, loving personality. She can greet, bring you in. And it was like literally, and she has a great sense of humor. So it was like literally like a joke that turned into something serious and it became our baby. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And like to hear that like three women and are you all women of color? Yes, we are. We are all African-American women. We, we've we known each... Ashanti and myself have known each other since kindergarten. Wow. And we met Jasmine. I met Jasmine in the second grade, and Ashanti met her in the third or fourth grade. I can't remember, but we all went to elementary school, junior high school, and high school together. Yes, we've been friends for over 25 years. Oh, my God. And even God. after college, and, like, life just kept us together. So it just made sense. Yeah. At one point, we were literally adult women seeing each other every day. It was like, oh, hey, I love I'm it. getting off from work. What are you doing? I'm going to Jasmine's house. Okay, I'll see you there. Right. Like, meet up there. That's the meetup spot. Yes. It, it really was. Her her house was our focal point, which basically turned into our boardroom. <laughs> that's where it. our meetings were. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. And to like, one, dispel, right? the angry black woman and like black women can't work together myths that are out there. Like you guys are really doing it. And like, that's what a lot of our relationships are as black women. When we become friends, especially at a young age, like, you know, kindergarten, third, fourth grade, you know, we usually stay friends. Cause I think about my very, very, very close friends too. I met them in second and sixth grade. So, I mean, we we are not the type to get a business together, girl. We could barely make it to brunch on time together. So, no, don't get me wrong. It's a few hiccups, but that's the best part. You got somebody who's the mom. You got the friend. Yes, you got the uncle. It's like you know your role. Yes, but when it's but friendships are like any relationships. You have to keep working at them. There's it's 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 about improvement. There's days where we love each other, and it's like you have to separate the two. Yes, like I I like and I and I love that about us because we have what we do a friend check with. Like, hey, you're right over there. All right, mm-hmm. you need a day off. Okay, you take the day off. Don't worry about S. Revere. Jazz has it, or Ty has it, or Ashanti has it. It's like that's the best part, but it's what you're willing to put in to make your business grow, to be respectful of your friendship. More importantly, just be respectful of the other person. And I love that dynamic about of, of us. Man, it's, you it's are an amazing dynamic. You are dropping <laughs> gems, okay? You are dropping bombs of gems here, glitter gems. You are dropping. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> sorry, I, you know, I told you about my coffee. When I laugh I too hard, you are right over there. I, I gotta give you an ear. I, I gotta give you an ear pat on the back. I know, I know. <laughs> like there you go, a COVID pat. Um, <laughs> so getting into the wine industry, like how did you guys get received? And like sort of like pre-COVID, how was your business going? And, and then coming out like now into post-COVID. I know we're not post-COVID. During COVID, how how are things going for your business? I know that was a loaded oh. question. A lot of things in that one question. We're going to work through it. Yeah. You're like, take <laughs> so, a piece, take a piece, whatever you need. <laughs> so when we first started, we started out in one restaurant in Queens called the Soul Exchange Bistro. It was in, it was owned by an African-American couple. They're still open. They were the first to 
receive. They were the first to have Esprevere anywhere. Wow. And the owner, Eve, like she was a mentor to us in a lot of things. She taught us a lot of things about business, a lot of things about selling. She helped us, you know, she she allowed Esprevere to blossom and to grow. So when it was first received, it was kind of like, okay, it was love. And then literally we woke up one day and um, Esprevere made it to social media. It had an Instagram page, but we were not known. And it was an Instagram um, page by the name of, I think it's, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's B-L-L-K Media. And they put up a post and the post said three black women from Queens created a wine. And I woke up to a message from my cousin Chantel, like you're on Instagram. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And she's like, no you guys made it on Instagram and literally we went from maybe 338 followers mind you Esprevere it's only on shelf for five months it's only in one location we went from 338 followers by the end of the day we had about 1500 followers if not more and not even end of the day within hours right right and that turned into stores which turned into opportunities and it actually got us into our biggest client to date which is a black owned wine shop in brooklyn by the name of happy cork brooklyn yes i love them okay yes i got it we're a little excited beautiful beautiful it's a beautiful wine shop and the owner's um, Sunshine, also a great mentor of ours, um, who's helped us, who's done tasting for us. But again, like it literally went into that. So it's like that led us into a lot of things. That led us into getting invited to the Black Wine Ex- Expo at Essence. Oh, yeah. Like that was yes. um, really big. And it was like the first time I think Essence really sort of saw, you know, black winemakers and companies like existing in and the business world. Amazing. And it was amazing because the um Hugh Society, which is owned by um Tahira, reached out to us because of this post. And wow. she's like, hey, I see you ladies are from Queens. Do you want to come to this um expo? And we were like, wait a minute. So in six months we went from shelf to <laughs> locations and we're going to essence in new orleans right to meet. and you're meeting like the literally the OGs of the wine world mm-hmm. it's like it's it's so big and it's so comforting to see our people to give us so much information it was a learning experience it also was great for marketing yeah. and just amazing for networking so we were very much welcomed into the the wine world not just because we were black, but because our product is good. Yeah, I'm not just saying that, but our product is really, really good. Right. She's so, not hyping it up, y'all. It really is good. <laughs> yeah. So it's like that pushes so us welcomes, and it's like we've been on a fast track. So we've we've been in locations in New Orleans. We're in one location, um, another black owned wine shop in um the San Diego Valley area. Ooh. It's owned by a beautiful woman by the name of Cassandra. The name of the wine shop is Sip Wine and Beer. So oh, how we're cute. in Yes, black owned beautiful shop. We're there. We're in about 10 locations in Bermuda. And we're also online. And then we're really known. Yes, which is big. And then we're also in um 
restaurants in New York City, such as, excuse me, such as Ashuka and Eve's Lounge, and we're growing. So we were pre-COVID, everything was like, you know, going well. Then COVID hit. Yeah. <laughs> and when COVID hit, and we're also in locations in Delaware as well, Delaware and Pennsylvania, we're in um, locations, we're in Silverside Discount Liquors, as well as Pocket Discount Liquors. So we were in locations, but when COVID hit at first, it stopped us because we had distribution and then we lost it because they stopped working and then we had to get new distribution. And then it was like, it was selling, but there was a freeze because Esprevere is made in California. It is. Uh So we had product that we couldn't get at first. It took a while, but we had enough in stock. So it was like, it kept us going, but then it also put a freeze on things that we wanted to do, like marketing materials and more importantly, tasting. Yeah. Tastings will make or break you in the business because people are like, if we can't taste it, we don't want it. But we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we really don't want to taste it. Yeah, because it's like the shipping with COVID and then like, you know, hearing the stories about Amazon warehouses and UPS warehouses, you know, and people getting impacted. So then people didn't even want to like purchase things for a while. They didn't, but alcohol always perseveres and Esrevere definitely persevered. Listen, and Prohibition couldn't stop it. (laughs) No, it was like, listen, hey, I'm here. We we get it, you're worried. You want to wind down? You want to celebrate that you're alive? Celebrate you have a new job? Just celebrate something in this dark time. And it actually boosted us. Also on top of, you know, the sadness of what's going on in the world today. People are so pro-black business it's beautiful but in like a very sad way but we are coming back we're coming back stronger we're coming back with new things (laughs) yes well and i want to i want to just stop you for one quick second to talk about the supporting black businesses during covid because you know i talked to a few other black companies and they're like this is great this is cool however comma we're scared to know when it's going to end because we're seeing all these lists and people are putting us on them and people are like, you know, I want to do my part and support black businesses. And it seems like it's a fad, but it's something that people want to maintain. Um, just wanted to know your thoughts of like how that impacts your business with, you know, seeing the support now into the black businesses and being black business owner. Um, how will it impact you if there is a drop off, you know, where we're not seeing these lists created anymore and there isn't like that interest, quote unquote, anymore? It's going to affect either way, because as we know, everything is a trend and trends end. sad, but true. They either they, they end or they kind of like slow down a little bit. Right. I, I can say the black wine world is small, but it's big. Yeah. And it's very close-knit. And what I love about it that the Chief Society brought us together is because we still push each other, even before this. So I think it's more or less other races seeing that we support each other. Because our biggest, I will be honest, our biggest consumer and the easiest source for us to get into are African-American-owned stores. Yeah. They support us. They want us. They critique us. They give you, you know... Positive feedback. Yeah. Yes, that love that you need to, to grow and to be better. So in that instance, I feel like for us, will we be affected? 
I hope not. But the reality is we may be, but I also know the following of what we had before. Yeah. But I don't think that we are in a state where you can drown that out for a very long time because we are understanding the power of our dollar mm-hmm. and the economy. We are understanding that we are the biggest consumer. We are the trendsetters. So we're understanding that and we're seeing it. And more importantly, now we're seeing each other and we're realizing like, hey, I get it. Such and such made sheep. But you make sheets too. And I know that my dollar is going to feed your family. And I know that I'm going to put it more back into my community. Like we have the internet, which is showing us like, hey, listen, the black dollar leaves the black community within hours. Yep. But in other communities, it travels for months. Let's let it travel for months. And that's what we want to do. You know, nothing against anyone. I I say support any and everybody. I am for it. If you have a business, I'll support a small business any day. Yep. But let's let's help us help each other. Yeah. I I think that's your rear should be okay. Especially with things like this. Look at this platform you're putting me on now. Oh, look at the the platform you're putting me on as a black (laughs) podcaster who actually doesn't know much about wine other than I like it. Right. And so so we got started. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like seeing that and like because we weren't taught these things, you know, and I look at my white counterparts, you know, especially in the workplace or what have you. And they're like, oh, yeah, I I had my first glass of wine when I was like nine. I'm like, girl, bye. My mom would knock it out my hand. I will be on punishment for six years. Like, no. You know what I mean? Listen, (laughs) um, my parents, they, 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 my parents, you know, I think it's a cultural thing. Yeah, I have heard in European countries that they do give their kids wine, wine and alcohol at an earlier age, so that you, you know, so that they don't want you to become engulfed in it. Yeah. But I grew up in an old school house. So it was like you can taste that at a holiday a little bit older. Like I need you to be far in them teens, about to be out the door. Yeah, to be real grown, good grown, a good yeah, grown. Like, yeah. Like I need you to be able to have a job, understand what taxes are, big college. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, it's kind of like, it's it's a lot of things, but it's it's definitely a platform that we're learning. I love that as a community, we're growing and expanding our horizons and everything. Yeah. And I feel like this is a great idea and platform to also just talk to people. Like, how did you get into it? Because you never know. And like, if I don't know something, I know like 30 other people don't know something. And, you know, like, let's talk to people. Let's find out information. Let's learn people's stories. And also to those who have, you know, gone ahead like you and your friends um, and created something that's so successful. Let's talk to you. Let's find out how this became successful. Let's talk about, you know, your ups, downs and all around so that we can come and support. Uh, And as well, maybe there's somebody out there that's hearing a need you have and was able to fix it. You never know. The universe yeah, always provides. Ask. I always say just ask. Just, just, just ask. I will say this. If we don't know something, we're not going to lead you astray. We'll be like, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> I love that. We, I, don't want to, I don't want you to make no mistakes on behalf of Ashanti, Jasmine, and Taishimia. Yes. No, we're not sure. Like, <laughs> mm, I don't know what to tell you, but Google Bay. <laughs> <laughs> so you were about to say that you guys have some great news and about about a few things going on right now yes 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 so we have a new wine it's actually our orange zest moscato that will be rolling out so we we like to put a twist on things like the sparkling wine that we have now it's uh 
you know that that's like one of our biggest things right now which is the um sparkling wine Mm -hmm. um and excuse me it is a white wine but we wanted to just we wanted to do a moscato but we didn't want to do any kind of moscato Mm -hmm. no offense to anyone but you gotta put a little kick in it you gotta make it different differentiate yourself in the market yeah yes and we wanted to put our spin on it so what we did was an orange just zest moscato that is um coming out in a few weeks we have that but everybody wants to know the journey Everybody wants to know how was Essence? What did you do? What did you mm-hmm. see? How hard was it to get the money? Because this is expensive. Yeah. And more importantly, how did it affect you guys? Because we were all, um, Jasmine is a single mom, amazing single parent. Aww. She also works and does Estrevere. She's so far away from us. Ashanti was working a full-time job at the time. I'm still working a full-time job, wow. and which is very demanding. On top of that, at one point I was working a full-time job and a part-time job and doing extra beer. Whoa! Come on, so, uh, super winning <laughs> <laughs> and being a girlfriend, right? So like, and that, and that's a real job too. People don't know that yes. that's a job. Yes, when, relationships are jobs, honey. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And sometimes there is no pay, honey. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> benefits. <laughs> I, I can't complain. It's little pay, it's little benefits. It ain't that bad of a job. <laughs> it ain't that bad of a I can't complain. Yeah, there's some benefits. <laughs> it definitely is. So we were able to be a part of a documentary series that is actually... Um, premiering on the Discovery Channel that followed us. So the name of the document, yes. So it followed us for a few months. So the name of the series is called I Quit. It premieres August the 18th at 10 p.m. after Undercover Billionaire. So people get to see what it was like, our ups and downs, the things it took to create Esprevere, to get it to shelf inside of stores, to get it to essence. Wow. So you get to see you get to see that you, you really do you get to see the effects in our personal lives, our relationships, even between our significant others and ourselves. You get to see our family. You get to you get to see who gets to leave work and who doesn't. So it's a, it's, it's a few things coming out, but that is our next big thing besides the orange dust Moscato. I mean, congratulations! I mean. One, I'm going to be glued to the TV to the Discovery Channel, and I love the Discovery Channel. People sleep on the Discovery Channel. There's a lot of yes, great programming. A lot of great programming there. But also, yes, it is. August 18th. Do you know the time? 10 p.m. All right, so that's Eastern Standard Time, people. Uh, so definitely watch that. How can people connect to you and also purchase uh, some of your amazing wines? So I'm so glad you asked. So you actually, depending on the state that you are in, you can actually um, order Estervere wines because we do ship. But we are in a few locations. So I know it's a lot, but um, of course we are in Happy Cork, Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Happy Cork Wine Shop in Brooklyn. Sip Wine and Beer and Escondo. I don't want to say it wrong. Um, Escondo, California, kind of in the um, San Diego area. Oh yeah, it's like probably something like Escondo. Yeah, that's definitely what it sounds like it could be. Yeah. (laughs) 
we're in East Lounge in Brooklyn. We're also at, so in Bermuda, yes, we are international, thank the Lord. So, <laughs> so we're in a few locations such as um, Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Middle Road, Haywood's Liquor Store in Warwick, Hoswatt Liquor Store, the Supermart in Hamilton, Bermuda, Coco Reef Resort. Yes, you can go to Coco Reefs and get us. Um, and yes, we are in Coco Reefs and Paget, Bermuda, as well as the Warwick Esso Service Station in Warwick, Serpentine Liquors in Hamilton, Bermuda, Supermart, um, Silverside Discount Liquors in Wilmington, Delaware, Pocket Discount in Castle, Delaware, Tri-State Liquor in Claymont, Delaware, and also we're at Ashuka. There's two locations in New York that they do serve us, and we're still growing. Yeah, And also, we tell everyone... When you DM us, so we are on social media, Facebook, as well as Instagram. But when you DM us at, um, so our Instagram is esrevere underscore wine, we answer you. There are no assistants. <laughs> it's yeah. either myself or Jasmine will be answering you. Also, if you email us at esrevere at gmail.com, we respond to us. But if you're in a liquor store or a restaurant or a wine and spirit shop, and they don't have Estrevere, tell them they need to get it and then tell us. And we'll call, yes. we'll call them, we'll contact them like, hey, we want you to carry us. Yes. So we we answer you, we DM you, we we, we text you, we email you. And <laughs> I can attest, I am a, I'm a testimony of it. Um, I connected with you guys via the DMs. I got down in the DMs. And yes. <laughs> you we guys answered. Yeah. Like, hey girl, hey. And I was like, oh my God, they responded. <laughs> yes, we do. And it's one of us. Everybody's like, I spoke to your assistant. I'm like, no, you spoke to me. I it's just us. Hey, hi. How right, are you doing? right. <laughs> it's funny because like my assistant is my boyfriend. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's how far that goes. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 but it, 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 it only goes so far because there's days it's like, did you? Never mind, sir. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is amazing. And so I asked this as as a last question, but I mean, we could keep talking forever because like we have to do brunch. We have to just do so many amazing things. We have things. to get together. Yes. We have to. I got to bring you extra beer in person. Oh, oh my God. Oh, and we should host <laughs> an event here in D.C. Because we do have a lot of great friends here in D.C. that will come out and support. Um, and of course, to you listeners here in the District of Columbia, Maryland, Virginia area, let us know. Uh, we, we are actually starting this thing with a place called Harlot here in D.C. on U Street, which is a very, very, very famous uh, strip of restaurants here in the district. Um, and we're doing our virtual happy hours in person uh, starting the first Sunday um, in uh, August. So we definitely should talk about having you guys come in and do a tasting um, at this wonderful event there. Yeah, we see. We had to talk up camera. We got to get that together. Yeah, Ashavir is not in DC. It needs to be in DC. Oh, we we are chocolate over. city. Well, we're more like mocha now, but we <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of black establishments that would love to love 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 to have you guys here. Um, so yeah, we we got to finish talking. But <laughs> before we go on the podcast, we ask one last question, which is, what's your favorite rose? Well. Until Astro Bears Rose comes out. Right. It's not coming now. Not not yet. Not yet. But soon. Right soon but soon come. Give us a little time. <laughs> you know, we want you to try the sparkling, the Chardonnay Blanc blend. We want you to 
try this orange vest that's coming. But honestly, um, one of my, my my top favorite right now, it is a um, black owned wine brand. Um, I didn't even know it was black owned. I fell in love with it. It's um, the Lafitte de Rose. Yes, he was on our show. He's a friend of ours. Oh my Yay! God. Could you just tell him I love it? I'll just connect <laughs> you guys. How about that? <laughs> yes, it was, it was, I... I picked it up because I, I'm going to be honest. I thought it was something else. I thought, I'm not even mm-hmm. going to say what I thought it was because it doesn't matter. And <laughs> we, we've digressed on that. <laughs> yes, we, we've changed our ways. We've matured the palette. And I picked it up and I was like, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. It's like, wait. With the pasta. Yeah. It's you got know? like this little spice that kicks in. You're like, wait a minute. I didn't have any yes. ginger. What is what is this <laughs> and it smells the aroma and mm, that's that's mm. what i love i'm very big on aromas like with estrovere the aromas yes. i love the aromas so yes. when i got that same feeling i said this is something yes yes so donate shout out you know with lafette rose uh and use our code for him for rose hour to get 15 percent off but also check out as revere go to their website if you're not in a state where they're uh actually in a store and actually if you're in a state where they're in a store go to the store and protect yourself by wearing a mask and washing your hands and then getting your your, your bottles notice that's plural. yes plural yes masks people <laughs> wear those masks get that sanitizer keep it keep each other safe yes keep it pushing and drink every day (laughs) responsibly drink us for a beer every day yes responsibly (laughs) I feel like Deesa Zamero like allegedly allegedly (laughs) well Dashimia this has been so amazing we of course have to have you back on and have you out here in DC to do some awesome events and connecting you with Lafette Rose so I I just hey people there's going to be more of S. Revere Yes, please stay tuned. Follow us at Estrevere underscore wines on Instagram. Also, on August 18th, watch us on I Quit. Yes. See, see our journey, learn about us, and, you know, shop EstrevereWines.com. Hashtag support black businesses right here. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us today. And I can't wait for what we got in store next for everybody. Yes, it was a pleasure. Yay. you on We're Discovery Channel today. Hour, baby. Your episode comes out for I Quit, where they talk about Twitch. And Deep Quit quit and made a bomb wine company. Can't get any better than that. I want to thank Cameron from Plot Body, Bartender Ben, Angeline, Magdalene for all the work that they do here at the Rosie Hour Podcast. Don't forget to go to our website, the Rosie Hour
joining us today. We love to see Around you go. Hate to see you go. But guess what? There's only a, what, six more days. It's a 